BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. It's official. Summer is almost here. The sun is getting brighter. The days are getting longer. And your yard is ready for some love. Make sure your flower beds and bushes can handle the heat with special savings on EarthGrow Mulch. Keep the sun off your soil and water in the ground. Plus, add a fun pop of color that will last up to 12 months. Hurry in. EarthGrow Mulch. Five bags for just 10 bucks. Feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Valid May 19th to 30th. In-store only. Color selection varies by store. Limit 75 per customer. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. Before we get into today's show, I would like to thank you guys once again for coming back to check out the Intro Dallas podcast. Uh, Don't forget you can follow us on social media on Facebook. Simply go to the Intro Dallas podcast on Instagram and Twitter or the SMG officially. So today's show in recognition of Mental Health Awareness Month, I'm doing everything that I can to bring in individuals who I know are effective in this area of getting healing. Uh, today's show, I have recording artist Maisha Keaton. Been on her for a very long time, uh, and just recently, well, not recently, a little while ago, she shared her story, um, how she was uh, sexually abused and the healing process that it took to get to where she is today. And I just feel like this story is very important for us that are going through what we have to go through daily. Um, some people, some people don't know that there is a way out. Some people don't know that what they're going through. Some people don't even know that what they're going through is wrong. Some people just think that's just how it's supposed to be. But this month we're doing everything that we can to help heal the hurt. Um, I say all the time, uh, hurt people, hurt people, but healed people, heal people. And I think Maisha Keaton is here to heal today. Without further ado, let's go. For me, I've ruined a lot of relationships and didn't really know why. Yeah. I, was, I always blamed them. Yeah. They are blah, blah, blah. And, mm-hmm. it's, and it was me. The whole time. It was me. Yeah. And so um, God has healed me from depression. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. Uh, If you were just watching my lives just now, you already heard me talk about her, and I got her in the house. Uh, I've been knowing uh, Maisha for a very long, long time. Uh, We met through ministry, of course, uh, but uh, the bun uh, very quickly became something outside of ministry because I got to know Maisha the person. Uh, the hairstylist, the mother She can probably tap dance and play a flute If you give her opportunity to But uh, I've been trying to sit down And talk with her live for a very long time 
and I guess the opportunity had to wait for the opportunity, if that makes any sense. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Miss Maisha Keaton, what's up? Hey. I am excited. I'm excited. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. My glasses got fouled up. Oh, goodness. God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you are silly. <laughs> you like that? Do I like that? <laughs> I want one in my life one yes. day. Jesus. I'm jumping right into it. Yes. Chocolate man with the beard. What's yes. Oh, I'm man. excited for you. Thank you. Um, What happened? <laughs> How did this man come along and sweep um, you off your feet? Because literally. you are you are not the easiest. Right, literally. <laughs> so, um, you know, I love to cook. Yes. So I cooked, and I I'm t- I typically always post my food because mm-hmm. I love presentation and all that. Cooked this meal, posted it on Facebook. He he kind of jumped in the comments and was like, "That looks good." Mm-hmm. You know, I want to play, and I was like, "Boy, whatever." Yeah. Whatever. And so he said something else, and so um, I just kind of LOL'd him off. Mm-hmm. So then he, he DM'd me. He was like, hey, call me. Now, mind you, I've been knowing him for years. Okay. I've been knowing him since we were maybe, what, 13, middle school. Okay. And went to high school together as well. So um, he DM'd me and told me to call him. I called him. We had a conversation. Um, it was still strictly kind of platonic, like, uh-huh. what you want type of thing. Um, he came over for dinner, and we've been together ever since. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Um <laughs> I told you before, I, I, I just said, uh, that's a beautiful black man. He is. And he I is see that um, there's a, I think what makes him even more beautiful inside and out is the fact that I see you yeah. on Facebook putting it out there, letting everybody know, like, Absolutely. this man is everything to me. Absolutely. Um, what, what was it about him that gave you... The mindset to say, Maisha, give this man a chance. He was different. He was just different. And I know it sounds kind of broad, but of the other men that I dated, mm-hmm. um, he was just different. Yeah. Like he was, the way he handled me, um, he, he he understood me and the things that I've been through. And yeah. so he handled me very carefully. And that meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't brush my pain off or my past he was just kind of like okay well i'm gonna make sure not to do these type of triggers or i want to talk to you this way mm-hmm. and I'm, i mean he was amazing so he, he actually wanted to know what the triggers were absolutely that's good because we have a lot of people that get into relationships that just jump in mm-hmm. know i've been hurt know i've been abused know yep. i've gone through yep. and never even bother to ask what happened yeah so yeah, you better marry this man. Yes, uh, he, absolutely. He wants to, uh, <laughs> as we said uh, in the show today, and those that, that are going to play for the next two days. He wanted to see you have authentic killing. Absolutely, and he is—he has been a major part of my con- continuous healing, if that makes sense. Yes, yeah. because um, I was healed before we got together, but I still had some, mm-hmm. some, some rough spots. Yeah, but he was willing to kind of. Kind of work with me, yeah, and love me so good, yeah. In, you know, at the same time, yeah. so. So how? What's the relationship? How? How is he with the kids? Well, they well, kids, yeah, the <laughs> grown folk, right? So he do, he don't really get to see them a lot because they're grown. Everybody's grown and moved. Yes, they grown and gone. And you loving it? I, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Emptiness. So, um, when we do all get together, it's great. Like yeah. he's he's a fun guy. Like he's 
a comedian mm-hmm. at heart. He's a big kid, so he's just kind of him, and so everybody loves him. So the kids, I mean, the boys, not the kids, the boys, they love him, and they see that he makes me happy. And that's all that matters to them. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, of course, uh, I told you before the show, with this has been Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, let's talk about your definitely not new to the scene on talking about things that you've had to, had to deal with right. but for the new audience kind of share like a tad bit of what you've uh been healed from so as a child uh in my testimony i i exposed that as a child i was sexually abused by a grown woman um i also experienced physical abuse by an aunt um and just the rejection the emotional abuse that mm-hmm. type of thing um, and so God allowed me to overcome it. And so now I really try to advocate um, for healing, mm-hmm. um, childhood trauma, because so many adults are walking around with tra- childhood trauma and not really realizing it mm-hmm. and realizing and don't realize that's why their relationships are not flourishing. And that's why um, something is it's always something in a relationship. But that something could be in you that you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so God has. Cause, cause in, for me, I've ruined a lot of relationships and didn't really know why. I, yeah. w- I always blame them. Yeah, they are blah blah blah, and, mm-hmm. it's, and it was me the whole time. It was me. Yeah, and so, um, but God has healed me from depression. I mean, major depression, um, anxiety, feeling the neediness, yeah. wanting to always, you know. Yeah, he, he's just healed me from so much. Yeah. and like I said, I'm, you know, there's still something because I'm human. Yeah, so there's some still still some things that I'm that I work through, but I'm. I can honestly say that I am healed, mm-hmm. you know, and that's my thing that I want to get across to other people. So with <clears throat> all the years that I have known you prior to you actually uh, coming out, sharing your your, your testimony, mm-hmm. you wore that really well mm-hmm. and nobody ever knew. Right. What nobody did, knew it until they got close enough to me. Yeah. Yeah. What did that do to your psyche to see people who are supposed to be able to discern certain things about you, but all they do is pat you on the back and be like, I need this, 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 and never, ever really tap into it? Um, I think about it like this. It wasn't really their responsibility to. Okay. Um, Because a lot of people are broken. A lot of people have those issues and they don't know it. So... For them to try to help me, mm-hmm. they can't. Yeah, they can only do what they what they have. You can only give me what you have, and if they don't have real healing or, you know, a good mental state or a good. Emotion- hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Taz. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Number two, they're creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So do me a favor, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started emotional state they can't give it to me right um people that were closest to me knew about some of my you know Mm -hmm. knew about most of it um and they would try but ultimately it was me that had to really see okay this is a problem yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> so you got to do something like so they can t- people can tell you and tell you and tell you and until you mm-hmm. decide. And sometimes that means getting hurt enough or 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 um, destroying so many relationships to it's like, OK, OK. Yeah. You know, I got to do something. Yeah. So in 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 the, the process of uh, going through everything, what was the the thing that made you say? Maisha, check yourself. So, I was in a, in a relationship, and um, this person I was friends with for a really long time, mm-hmm. long, and it was a male, and so we kind of became best friends, and it was strictly a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of moved over into trying to date. Mm-hmm. Um, it was then when I realized, and he would tell me, you know, you need to change this. Mm-hmm. You need to do it. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. But you need to call me every five minutes because if you don't call me, I mean, it yeah. was craziness. Why Why are you ignoring me? And he, it, it, it's been 30 minutes. Like, I mean, literally the need for mm-hmm. that continual validation. And, you know, um, it was when that relationship was destroyed and I really hurt him because I was hurting so bad, yeah. I hurt him. Yeah. And I was hurting. Um, that made me kind of step back and say, okay, girl, this ain't everybody else. Yeah, it's you. It's you. Yeah. And I mean, I was crushed because yeah. he, he left my life. And at that moment, I didn't <clears throat> understand. Um, but um, after some time went by, I get it. Because I'm like, nobody has to stay and be abused by you. This is true. Who wants to deal with that toxic stuff? Like, yeah. nobody has to do that. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, in retrospect, I see why mm-hmm. he did. But then I cried. I think I cried literally. And nobody really knew. I cried for about three weeks. Wow. Straight. I was wow. so depressed. And this was not that long ago. Oh, wow. This was not that long. This, this probably was about three, maybe three years ago. Oh. And so fresh. Oh, yeah. And um, during that pain, God really... Show me, okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to deal with these mm-hmm. demons and these issues and this suppressed hurt? Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started, you know, I don't know if I'm going too far. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. So that's when I started kind of. We happen, people. Okay. Um, I started kind of digging deep and God began to show me the molestation. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're molested as a child by someone who you're supposed to be able to trust. Yes. That creates major trust issues. Yes. And a lot of people don't understand. It's so many things to this. But the one thing was trust. Um, you know, when you're supposed to be able to trust somebody that's an adult, mm-hmm. that's, to, that's to care for you. Yeah. And they strip you from your childhood and they take something yes. away from you and they, they literally strip you from your worth. Your, <laughs> what else are you left with? What do you do? <clears throat> yeah. And so you go, you go through life. Like, uh, who am I? What am I? What do I, what do I do? Who loves me? I mean, it's it's a mess. And so um, he showed me that. He showed me the the abandonment from my father because he was kind of mm-hmm. he, he was in my life. But, you know, I was I was a love child. He, I, you know, yeah. I, told, I talked about that. Um, he was married when my mom got pregnant with me. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of a secret for a long time. Right. I was a secret child. So. um that, that was an issue. Yeah. And then um, the rejection from just people and the emotional abuse from people telling me, you ain't nothing. You always going to be yes. this. And you, I mean, all of that. And, yes. you know, and so much of that, you know, and you grow up with it. 
and you you believe that about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so you go through life with low self-esteem, yes. trying to get people to love you, trying to be accepted. I mean, it's so it, it it's it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. And so God showed me all of that about me and um I was just like, okay, God, I, I want to be healed. I, I don't want to be this way. Mm-hmm. I want to be different. I was mad at God for a minute, though. Because yeah. I'm like, well, why would you allow me to go through that if you knew it was going to make me like mm-hmm. this? You know, like why? you're supposed to already have this planned out and give me some kind of hint. Like, why? You know, and so I was like very angry for a minute. I just, I, I kind of stopped going to church. Yeah. And, and you know me, you yeah. know, I'm a heavy you church baby. Listen, and y'all, I, y'all be at church in, at 12 o'clock, that, 1 o'clock in the morning. You know, and I'll be enjoying every minute yeah. of it. But I, I was so mad at God. And when I would see, like, if I'm scrolling on Instagram and I see somebody preaching or saying, I just hurry up. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm like, ah. Why would you do that? Why would you make? Why Why would you let me go through this stuff? Mm-hmm. This is a grown woman, literally having sex with a child. Yeah. Like she is put. I mean, it. I, you know, I could I could talk about it yeah. if you want me to, but yeah. it is graphic. But yeah. she would have sex with me. I'm nine. I'm eight, nine and ten years old, and mm-hmm. she's twenty in her twenties. Wow. Yeah, and so I mean, it was crazy, and I and I could still remember it. Yeah. But he. So anyway, God was showing me that stuff. And I went to the bookstore one day because I'm like trying to figure it out. Okay, well, mm-hmm. God, you got to show me. So God literally um, directed my path. And I picked up this book called Yesterday I Cried by E. Yanla Vincent. Okay. And when I tell you, that was the the opening of my healing journey, the beginning of my journey. That book, and I'm not a huge reader. Yeah. But her life... Her abuse, her childhood was so parallel to, to mine. Yours, yeah. And so, I mean, I will read and cry, cry mm-hmm. and read, read and cry. And so um, from there, you know, God was just showing me, you don't have to, you you are enough. You know, yeah. I've, I've created you. I, you went through that stuff for purpose. Mm-hmm. You went through that stuff for, you know, so you can heal someone else. And, you know, I, <laughs> so, you know, that was the beginning of my healing journey. From there, um, I, I made it a point yeah. to do things to contribute to my own healing. And I did that. I probably worked on myself maybe about a year. Yeah. And um I you know, I, I think the following year, uh about a year and a half, that's when I was ready to release my testimony. Mm-hmm. And so and I think now this is why I'm ready for love. Because I, I was just I was just about to it's say it's not toxic. It's yeah. healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so three years ago, if I hadn't met him, he would be gone. Yeah. Cause ain't nobody don't. Mm, I might want to do that. So you know that's that's kind of been my journey, my healing. And so I always tell people, your pain may not be your fault. You know, yes. your brokenness may never be your fault because a lot of broken people um, are still children, but have grown up. But mm-hmm. at the point, the the age where you were traumatized, it's probably the age where you still are mm-hmm. you know what i mean you're, you're stuck at, at you're nine stuck, ten years but old. you're 40 yeah but you but you still have because you were so traumatized but i you know i tell people it's not your fault but it's your responsibility yeah. why do you think um it takes a longer than expected time for us to realize that we're still affected by things that we think we've put away. One, I feel like um, we've been conditioned to think that it's normal. Yes. 
so for most people that live in dysfunction, um, it's normal. Mm-hmm. Oh, we was raised like that. Oh, my mama would talk to me like that. Or, you know, so to them it's normal. Mm-hmm. Until somebody comes and say, that's not... That's not what it's supposed to be. You know, you, you're not supposed to do... This is not what this is. This is not healthy mm-hmm. behavior. And so I think that's the reason. Why? Because we think that it's normal. And so until somebody actually taps us or until God kind of exposes, hey, this is... I want more for you than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, whenever uh, I went through my situation, mm-hmm. uh, of course, I lived in Louisiana at the time. Mm-hmm. I told my leaders... And it was one of those let's let, let's let's pray about it. Mm-hmm. And then within the next two days, the person, the my abuser, was in town to preach a revival. <sighs> Not only did they give him my new address to my home, but their <sighs> son, who was the assistant pastor, comes and knocks on the door and asks me if I'm going to the revival. <laughs> I'm like, you mother. <laughs> did they know? Yeah. I mean, did the son know? And I told the son and his wife, and then about an hour later, we drove to his mom and dad's house, who were the apostle and the bishop. Yeah. Told them and everything. And uh, it's like... It was nothing. I ain't say nothing. So this past weekend, I shared in the show to, um, today, mm-hmm. uh, I had to go sing at a funeral. Mm-hmm. All of them was there. And what what's the surprising thing is to them it never happened because they wanted to really be all up in my face, laughing, hugging, shaking hands. And I'm like I'm still dealing with stuff. Yeah. And you know what? I thought I was over it. Absolutely. Until I saw this man. Absolutely. And I was instantly like, I smell his cologne. Yeah. It it doesn't go away. And it triggered me to where like I was going towards him, and somebody stopped me that know what I went through. Yeah. They was like, let's just go the other way. Yeah. Because I saw myself, and that let me know, <laughs> nigga, you're not healed. Yeah. And uh, which is why all of these shows this month is so important to me because uh, not only am I trying to help other people, I'm trying to get help too because mm-hmm. I've destroyed a lot of relationships. Oh, yeah. I had the perfect, perfect, perfect wife. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. But because I got in it because I wanted to be accepted. Yeah. And even though I really grew to love her, mm-hmm. that feeling, yeah, I still fought it. Yeah. So it didn't work. Yeah. And it was to know nothing regarding her. She was perfect. But you had things in you that just weren't healed. Mm-hmm. And I refused to drag along a relationship knowing that yeah. I'm ne- at, at this time, boy, I just can't do it, yeah. you know. But uh, I've learned, and watching uh, whenever you uh, came out with your, your, your testimony, like it affected me in such a way because looking at you would have never, ever thought that you went through nothing that you went through. Yeah. Do you think that, your worship is as sensitive as it is because of things that you've experienced. Absolutely. Because whenever you worship, like whenever you get there, I don't care if it's a million people in the room, you is like a cloud. You you don't see nothing. I, yeah. Like, yeah. so how does that relate to that worship? Um, My, oh, wow. How do I, how do I put it in words? Because 
I'm so grateful to God because he rescued me. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, because yeah. I could be out there. like. Yeah. And so when I think about that stuff and I think about how God was always there, even when I thought he wasn't, mm-hmm. um, when I was crying and just trying to take all these pills every yeah. night and wanted to die but was too scared. I mean, just That's me. I wanted to just there, be done. But God is there. Yeah. He was there. But you don't realize that because you're so overtaken by your stuff and mm-hmm. what you're feeling. Um, so when I worship, I just I just kind of put all of this stuff that I've gone through in like this compact. Yeah. And I worship God just surrounding that because I know, you know, if it had not been for God. Like oh, I have a yeah. deep love for God. Yeah. I love God so much. And you know, he whispers to me and he tells me, you can worship me and you can be vulnerable with me mm-hmm. and not, cause I've, I've always had a thing. I don't want to be vulnerable cause I'm scared to get hurt, hurt yep. and I'm scared to show you how much I love you. So I'm going to act like mm-hmm. I know. And I, you know, but with God, Oh, I can be. That's, yeah. And he accepts it. He wants it. And so that's, that's, that's kind of what I think mm-hmm. about. And so I think that's probably what, helps me yeah. in in my worship to God and you know I don't I don't I don't regret anything that I've been through now. Mm-hmm. I used to, like I told you earlier, I, yeah. I used to be mad. But now all of that has made me who I am and it's and it's making me for who I'm going to become. Yeah. So I just that's what it is. So and so although you've been uh wait before we switch uh topics, what is the one word of advice you would give to the person younger and the person who was older but still stuck in the younger mindset on the realization that this is a problem for the younger person i would say go tell somebody because for children who are being molested um it typically always goes untold Mm -hmm. and it's always you know, and if and if somebody does find out, well, we're not gonna tell nobody. We're gonna sweep that mm-hmm. under the hood, um, and that child in, ends up being, you know, the broken adult. Yeah. So I would say, just please tell somebody, no matter if you think you're gonna get in trouble or not, um, go tell somebody because if it happened as a child, you need to start getting counseling right as there. As a child, yeah. You need to start getting help. Um, for the adult, I would say, acknowledge what you've gone through, acknowledge your you know, your moments where you feel depressed because depression is the number one sign of, of, of childhood trauma, mental illness. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's huge. And so when you feel that, just start inspecting what, what it is and, you know, just trying to figure out what it comes from. Most of the time it's from some type of trauma. Mm-hmm. So figure that out. Go get some books. Go talk to somebody. Go yeah. to counseling. Go get prayer. Whatever you need to do yeah. for your healing because mm-hmm. you, when you're healed, you're better. Facts. You're better for you and you're better for the people around you. Yeah. Because when you're not healed, everybody around you got to deal with you. Everybody around you got to deal with you and your toxicity. Yes. And and you wonder why they don't want to be around me. Well. You're kind of the reason why. Yeah. Like your mood mood swings shift. That. You could be happy one minute. But then you're triggered by something. Yeah. And so people, sometimes people don't understand it, but you know, you need to work on it. You need to talk to somebody. You need to, and if you can't talk to anybody in your family, go outside your family. Yeah. Because one of the biggest things that I've learned is sometimes we can't talk to people in the family because it's somebody in the family. It's tip. It's, it's about 90, 90 something percent of people 
that are molested are somebody in a, the family or very close to the family. Mm -hmm. Very close to the family. And so, you know, that's another thing. So many, it happens all the time because it's always somebody that you would not expect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was my god sister. My mom would, I would go over there all the time. My mom would, if she would have known, I mean, of course. Yeah. You know, but nobody would think a god sister, mm -hmm. nobody would think the, the the bishop, the pastor, whoever. Yeah. Nobody Wouldn't, would think that. Because he's the person that can preach and lay hands Absolutely. and raise a million dollar offering that. and all this other stuff. That. And so, you know, and also, you know, people like you and I who have been abused, um, sometimes other people can sense it and they can kind of play on us. Yes. If we're not careful, you know, and because we're vulnerable, we're, we're kind of weak in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, we're like, okay, I'll do it. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of, so you, we got to be careful with that. Yeah. You know, cause people will take advantage. They will further the abuse. Yes. I'm yes. talking about people now. Yeah. They, definitely. They will, they will. Cause I mean, you know, that's another story, but yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I went off, but that's, that's what I would tell. <laughs> The young one and the older one. Um, you've been singing forever. And I, this is why I fell in love with you, Ed. Like, when I say fell in love, fell in I love. love you. <laughs> you was on the stage. Shout out to Bishop Sherman's, yes. Sherman C.G. Allen. Hey, father. this man is about this tall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that man is anointed he by God. With power. He Absolutely. is packed with power. Shout out to First Lady Otanya Allen, yes. who is like, she's she's been that beautiful since the day I met her, and yeah. she has not changed. Yeah. Yeah. And I love her. Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with Bet MGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MGM. MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hey, what's up, everybody? Do me a favor. While you're listening to today's show, do me a favor. Go to www.ilovethespotlight.com and click on shop. There you'll find our T-shirt line made to motivate positive uh, affirmations for you. And whenever people walk by you, they reach your shirt. You encourage them too. again. That's www.ilovethespotlight.com. Click on shop for made to motivate. Let's get back to the show. Think midday prayer. Mm hmm. She changed my whole Facebook. I, yes. I, I be scrolling, see her praying, <laughs> tap in. Absolutely. She's Love a, them. She is a prayer warrior. Um, lately, I've been living vicariously through you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I interviewed Kirk for, um, I think it was the NAACP Image Awards. Okay. And I was like, bro, you need to call me. I sing and I see that you have all of my friends yeah. in the studio with yeah. you and I have an issue. Yes. How long have you been able to do work with the likes of Kirk, Fred, and everybody else? Um, so okay, you want me to start with 
with Fred or wherever. Well, so okay, with with Fred, I I've done maybe three things with him. Okay, I've worked with him three times. I was on. He released a single maybe two years ago. Um, I can't even remember the name. Of it. <laughs> but anyway, I was I'm on that. Um, and I've done like a concert with him, mm-hmm. studio work twice. Um, Kirk, I've done. I met him. For the second time, when I was actually in the studio recording my song, oh, my, the new one, yeah, and he called the guy who produced it, D Busy, and he was like, um, "Hey, I want you. This is right before he put out this new album, okay." And so he said, "Hey, come listen to my my the album." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, I'm in a session right now." He said, "Well, bring everybody." Dang. He's like, so do you want to? Yeah, we want to uh, go. I think so. <laughs> we can do this. Yes. So we went over there, and so it was so amazing because that's the first time that I was able to really talk, talk, and get advice from Kurt. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, because I have a thing where I'm like, I'm not like other singers. I don't do runs. Yeah. I don't sing high. And yeah. so that's, you know, it's an insecurity for me. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just kind of sing worship straight. Yeah. I don't maybe do the other stuff. So anyway. And I was kind of expressing it to him, and he was just like, "Do what you do. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's your success. Do what you yeah. do." Um, and he just kind of encouraged me. He was just like, "I, I want to hear it. I'm, I, I'm not playing with you. You better mm. when it's done, you know." And so that was that. So the other times, uh, the videos and the other, uh, like the Fourth of July thing we did, yes. um, some of the other stuff we did, there were calls from like a third party. It was like, "Hey, we want to." Um, we need you to, you know, sing alto, blah, 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 who's available. Yeah. So that was kind of how that happened. And so um, each time I was able to kind of still talk with him and, you know, because I told Kirk I, when I was about 15, um, I was listening to the album Silver and Gold. Yes. And I told him that was my first introduction to God, his music. M- me too. <laughs> like, I've been in yeah. church since I was seven, yeah. but whenever Kirk came out, that was my attention getter to Absolutely. be like, you can really have fun and uh-huh. serve God at the yes. same time. And his music is so incredible. It just pierces. Yes. And it's always been like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's the thing with Kirk. And, I mean, it's it's an honor every time I, I get to, to go in there. And yeah. I always say, I always say, that's my boss. And, I you know, because yeah. I, I want him to be my boss one day. I work for like Kirk. Like my boss boss, <laughs> yes. you know. So I just I'll be putting it out there because I that's one of my dreams and God is literally undoing it you know I mean He's doing it mm-hmm. before my very eyes. So I told him I say uh I, he say well just just pull up when they here Negro don't tell me that because oh, I mean he, I will I, show up for your exactly I'm here. <laughs> remember this video whenever you say it in the interview right, to pull up right I'm right. pulling up Doc no, I'm, hey, I'm here I'm pulling up remember me remember. But outside of that, uh, Kirk is wonderful, extraordinary, and yes. anointed. But you, oh, I absolutely love your voice. What made Thank you God. want to get into singing? Um, what made me want to sing? Um, I don't know. I when I like I said when I was younger, I started listening to Kirk, and I didn't know I could sing. Okay. Um. I didn't know I could sing for a long time. Wow. <laughs> it was long. Like, I just knew I loved listening to Kirk Franklin. Then I started listening to the Clark Sisters. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of grew from there. Um, when I joined Shiloh uh, 23 years ago, um, I... I now was, she say 23 years like she... She don't even look like she been doing that no, for like 23 no. years. Just thank you, but listen, um, I, <clears throat> I started singing in the choir. And then I got on the praise team, you mm-hmm. know. And so, um, 
that's kind of when I realized, I, okay, maybe you can sing a little bit. Yeah. You know, and then, but I was so afraid. And that was due to my my past, mm-hmm. the rejection. That that was the, the root of my fear was rejection. Mm-hmm. So um, I would, it took, baby, when I tell you it took pulling teeth to give me the lead, a yeah. little bit piece of it, I was so scared, like sweating scared. Yeah. Sweating. Perspiring everything. Yes. So, um, yeah, I just, I don't know, I fell in love with music, and I, I've, I've always fallen, I mean, I've always loved worship music, even before I knew what it was. Yeah. I, I just loved, something in me was drawn to somebody singing worship. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess that would be the answer. Let's talk about the new single. Yay. Um, like you told me before, you, this is the first song that you wrote. What's the inspiration? Well, I've written several. Okay. But this is the first song that I've written and released. And released, okay. And, and arranged. Uh, the inspiration was, so the 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 main part of the song is as long as I have breath in my body. I don't know if you've heard it yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, basically talks about how God captured me by his love and how, you know, I always love him and yeah. as long as I have breath in my body. So um, I've had a few moments in my life where I felt like they were a bit life-threatening. Um, and so overcoming those things, mm-hmm. you know, is like I don't want to take for granted that you allow me to breathe every day. Yeah. And so yeah. The, 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 the main thing is as long as I have breath in my body, I will worship you. And that's that's the inspiration. Life. Like, thank you, Lord, for giving me yeah. life and just being able to see and just, yeah. you know, everything, you know. So that's so the inspiration. Being able to overcome the oh my God, they might not like it situation. What was the feeling whenever you actually was like, here y'all go? Oh, I was scared. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, is it gonna is it gonna sound a mess? Do I sound okay? Is my voice right? Is the music good? Yeah. Like, I mean, everything. <clears throat> yeah. You know, but I, I I don't know. I just I'm like I don't care. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's just and make it happen. If they don't like it. They don't like it. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? They yeah. don't like it. Okay. Well, uh, Kirk like it, so that's all that matters. <laughs> God dog. If Kirk like my music, I'm gonna sing every Girl, day. I, I I want him. To, I hope like when he ever he gets it, I want him mm-hmm. to love it. Yeah. You so. receive a phone call. Hey. Uh, Listen. Come sign the for yourself. That part. <laughs> I'm done. Ain't asking no questions. None at all. Uh, I have to thank you. Um, a couple weeks ago, you hit me up uh, about playing. Yes. Because uh, I love the way you play as well. And I've absolutely had no. I think because playing for me became a sore point because. Uh, Throughout the years, I've been playing since I was like 12, mm-hmm. but just more recently, I've been accepted to play in places, but whenever someone better comes along, whether it's anointed or not, because their chords are better, I was kind of just kicked to the side. Yeah. And then I, I had the other places who appreciate it, yeah. but they wanted to uh, give me a fish dinner and a soda at the yeah. end. Yeah. So it put me in a position to where I just didn't want to no more, but... Uh, Thank you for actually still seeing that. Absolutely. Um, of course, I, I I love to play for famous people. So uh, whatever. I, had I actually been uh, ready to do, it, I would have jumped at the opportunity. And I to felt play like you. when you told me no, I said he's discouraged about something. Oh yeah. And so I did, but I because you were like, you know, I don't have the thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just like, okay, he's discouraged. So I just said, okay, I wasn't gonna press yeah. it. I was just like, okay, but he, I know he'll be back one day playing. One day. I will, but you uh, you saw me when most people don't even care, so uh, yeah. I appreciate you Absolutely. for that. Absolutely. Uh, 
I told y'all she do everything. How, let's talk about the hair and all this other stuff. <laughs> oh, Lord. How long have you been uh, doing hair? I've been a hairstylist uh, licensed since I was 19. Jesus Christ. I am 42 now. So I've been a hairstylist for, what's that, 23 years? Mm. Yeah. What was it, it? Is that something that kind of just gradually just came about, or it, is it something that was like, <laughs> I want this? It came about because my mama sent me to school looking crazy, <laughs> and I had to learn how to do <laughs> My mama didn't know how to comb no hair. That's why my mom, see, my mom was blessed because she, I, I, I guess she told God at the beginning, I don't want no daughters because I can't do hair. So my mom just had four boys. See? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm my mom's only child, but honey. Miss Lady couldn't do her. Wow. And so, I i mean, I have pictures of me looking pony. It, I it love it. a mess. Absolutely love it. Oh, my <laughs> so goodness. So, when I turned about 11, 12, I started experimenting. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let me. And it was cute. And I would go to school and people like, okay, your hair is cute. I was so used to being talked about and bullied in school. Yes. When they said it was cute, I was like, okay, I might be on to something. Yeah. So I started uh, doing her hair, then I started doing my aunts, and mm-hmm. then I started doing people, and I had, you know, before you know it, I had my mama's apartment packed wow. with $5 clients, $5, $5. whatever you get, $5. That was good money for a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By that time, I was probably about 15 $5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it just grew from there, and I actually really still love doing hair because for me, um, it's deeper than hair. It's It's more so of... Helping people with self-esteem. I was about to say, you building people's self-esteem. Yeah. So that that's my thing, you know, because I love it when people, and then people talk to me. I Oh, God. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Being a hairstylist, you hear. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> you are listening to or watching the Intro Dallas podcast. I'm trying with the one and only Miss Maisha Keaton. Let's talk about ministry and where you're worshiping at uh, on Sundays, because uh, I need everybody in the DFW uh, to know and if y'all are doing online streaming, I need people to, I need you to be booked for the rest of the year, pretty oh, much. Oh, it, Lord. Like, just book her, too. <laughs> if you need somebody to sing while you wash clothes type you know, situation. I'll yes. do that. Let's, let's talk about church. Church. So, I am a, a newly member of um, a church called Covenant Christian Church. Okay. It's in Arlington, Texas. Okay. Um, pastor is a son, I'm sorry, Aldi Asanjo. Okay. Um, very amazing uh, guy, him and his wife, just incredible. Uh, we've been there a few months. Okay. So, yeah, that's um, that's where I attend. I'm a former member of Christ Cathedral. Shout mm-hmm. out to my spiritual dad. Yes. Sherman C.G. Allen. Um, yeah, so that's where I am right now. I leave worship pretty much every Sunday unless I'm out. Yeah. But, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I might have to find somebody to step in for the rest of the year, Doc. <laughs> just saying. Uh, I see. By the way, um, yeah. <laughs> shameless plug, shameless plug. A lot of your, uh, the single that you released before this one. I love the worship, but I love the fact that some of your music will necessarily sound like church stuff. Right. Like you got this contemporary where you you have this contemporary feel to yeah. what you do and it's amazing. What uh what how important is it sometimes for us to be able to get people under the radar? Um under the radar me like just not having church. Okay. So I'm ne- I'm I'm not a churchy singer. Mm. I've never been. And I 
I admire those who do. Like, I just be looking at people like, yeah. oh, my God. You know, like yeah. a real churchy. They can go up and down. Mm-hmm. Woo. Um, I'm not that. I'll I be wanting to be. I'll be like, Lord, that's unfair. Yeah. Because I want to do that. But, you know. But, no. Um, because God has ways of getting to, of, of having you reach people through different ways. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm, I think I happen to be one of those other people. Mm-hmm. Um you know, my singing style is very kind of mellow, mm-hmm. probably very rare when you hear me hollering and, you know, all of that. But, you know, it's it's mellow. And I, I believe that if it's anointed, yeah. it will reach whomever, just like the other stuff will reach mm-hmm. whomever, if it's anointed. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I've, I've just, I've never been anointed. The first song that you're talking about, that was in 2015. Yeah. Um, the producers actually wrote, and they wrote that song. So okay. I was just kind of in the studio singing it. It was way out of my comfort. Okay. But it was fun. Yeah. Because it it's a great song. Um. So, yeah. But I need, what's the fiance name? T. T. I need <laughs> you to inspire her to write the best love song ever. <laughs> I need one of those songs that make me want to get married all over again. Oh, let me let me get my pen and paper. And I believe it's in you now. I'm just like, I celebrate your happiness. Thank you so much. Like, I love seeing, like, oh, I love the photo shoot y'all just done. Thank you. That that that, that look like money. <laughs> Come that, on, that money. That old photo shoot look like money. Come on, money. And whenever I saw it, I was like, this is real. Because, you know, a lot of people get on social media and they stunt just because they just want people to believe something. But whenever I see uh, I see you with T, it's like I understand now that uh, this girl in love. I mean, in love, love. Like this man has came in and why do I have hair everywhere? Um, He came in and kind of turned my life around. And it's in a a very gentle way, though. He's just. Oh God, he's he was sent by God. Everything that I would ever want out of a man, mm-hmm. he's that everything. Wow. And I it it, it scared me at first because yeah. I'm like, mm mm, you're too per something. You're too perfect. It, it's got to be something. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't. He was just sent by God, and we knew that very early on that mm-hmm. we were sent to each other. Wow. You know. And he he was saying the same thing about me. He was like, "Now nah, you got to be something. You got it's you got to be crazy." Some he said, "Cause you are everything." And I yeah. was just looking at him like, "No, you're everything." Mm-hmm. But show me your stuff now. Yeah. But it he's 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 him. I absolutely love it. Um, these type of interviews, like I just thought having basic conversation and we'd be completely off subject. <laughs> I enjoyed having you here today. Thank you for taking our time to come and see us down here in Dallas. No, thank um, you for having me. I'm honored absolutely. that you even invite me. Thank you so much. I pray that um, this interview will help uh, people. Again, we are geared this month toward mental health awareness. So I'm trying to bring in as many people as I know that have overcame things to uh, be the light for those who are going through and just don't know they can overcome. And uh, why not bring in a beautiful singer, songwriter, worship leader, tap dancer, flute player, oh my God. acrobatic gymnastic. <laughs> but, you know, some things has to happen. I'm not letting you go anywhere without giving me a song. Oh, so Lord. I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let y'all listen to what this. What do you want me to sing? It can be like 
the hook of something. Oh. I don't, you can see Mary had a little lamb, but yeah. I won't even care. Yeah. <laughs> like um, on Sister Lamb. I think that's... <laughs> um, since we're talking about mental health awareness, and um, you know, like I said, sometimes those issues stem from just childhood stuff, and a lot of times you, you feel unloved. Mm -hmm. So, one of my favorite songs to sing is He Loves Us. Yes, God. Um, I'm trying to think. Where your key? Well, I need a key. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he is jealous for me. He loves like a hurricane, and I am the tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. And all of a sudden, I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory. And I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are towards me. And oh, how he loves us. Oh, oh, how he loves us. How he loves us, oh, and oh, how he loves us, oh, oh, how he loves us, how he loves us, oh, he loves us, oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves I'm not talking. You can sing it. You should sing it with me. I ain't talking anymore. <laughs> I love your control. Oh, thank you. Yo, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... See, that's when you know what anointing is in the room. You should have came in and sang it with I'm me. I'm not about to interrupt that anointing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My, my mama taught me better. She said, boy, shout out. <laughs> oh Let them God. go. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, wow. Um, wow. <laughs> Even that part of your life, vocally, like, everything's growing. Yes. I need to be happy like her. <laughs> Let me find happiness like my age. Honey, it's already like there. Just grab it. It's already attainable. It's obtainable. Yeah, oh, brother. funny flashback. Last time I saw my age in Fort Worth, Texas, I was playing at Christ Cathedral and church was over and I was hungry and she was hungry. So we went to churches. Come on, churches. Yes, yes we do. Got that good old two-piece and yes. I got that okra. Yes. Hallelujah. That'd be the best. And strawberry soda, honey. Done. Listen. I lived that moment forever. Every yes. time I, I think about when was the last time I saw Maisha Church's Chicken. It was. It's been so long ago. It's been forever. Oh. That's over four, over four years. That's a long time. But y'all know what? She still looked the same, though. Do you not drink sodas or something? Your skin is flawless. I don't drink sodas. This Every is the fashion tips, y'all. Come on, fa fashion tips from Aisha. Every now and again. But let me tell you, the secret for my skin is, first of all, I exfoliate, I tone, I moisturize, I spray rose water. The second thing is I drink celery juice. I drink cucumber juice. And that literally makes your 
skin shine. It makes you feel good. It boosts your mental. Like, uh, you know, different foods. Since you're talking about mental yeah. health awareness, you should. Different foods boost your your mental. Like, it, it, it'll put you in a good mood. Like, different mm -hmm. good food. Yeah. Where did you get that edu that education from? Um, I, I I love it. I've been juicing for a few years now. Okay. Um, but I I do a lot of research on it, and so now it's become a regular part of my life. Now I don't juice every day apparently because I still got all this weight on me, but I'm trying to lose it. Nah, you. <laughs> I, I told you walking down the hall. Yeah. You look totally different. <laughs> Thank you. But um, for so sometimes uh, for maybe a month I'll juice celery every morning on the empty stomach drink it every morning that does so many health things okay. for you i mean it, it does a lot so your listeners can um can look it up and they'll see all of the benefits now i'm doing cucumbers um celery green apple and ginger ginger root is very good for you as well okay so i do that three days a week and so that's what helps my skin if it's gonna help me look like this <laughs> yes i said look like that hey I'm down for it. Yes. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for being a part of today's show, the Intro Dallas Podcast. Thank you for listening wherever you find podcasts. Thank you for watching on our social media or our YouTube page. Do me a favor. I am not going to let her go. I need them to know where they can find you. Uh, so I am Maisha N. Keaton on Facebook and Instagram. M-I-E-S-H-A-N-K-E-A-T-O-N. And that's where they can book you and everything? Uh, Well... For booking for ministry purposes is Maisha Keaton Worship on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. So I need y'all to book her. I need her to be busy. I need the next five, six times I call her to come here, she say I can't because I'm out of town. Y'all, do it. That part. But I want to come, though. But if she can't because she's out of town, I love y'all for that. Yeah. Yeah. Both of us. I love her. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys once again. Get healed. Uh, hurt people, hurt people, but heal people, heal people. Heal somebody today. It's your boy Taz, Lady Maisha Keaton. Holla! Hey, what's up, everybody? Do me a favor. While you're listening to today's show, do me a favor. Go to www.ilovethespotlight.com and click on shop. There you'll find our T-shirt line made to motivate positive uh, affirmations for you. And whenever people walk by you, they reach your shirt, you encourage them too. again, that's www.ilovethespotlight.com. Click on shop for made to motivate. Let's get back to the show.